Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to the Tuesday, November 7th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And starting off today, we have some big casting news for Shazam. Asher Angel has been cast to play Billy Batson, the main role for that film. Uh, you might know him for his role in Andy Mack if you watch the Disney Channel, or if you're like me, you do not know him. Do you know yeah. him, Tom? No, he's you know he's mostly known for Andy Mack. He's done some other things, but obviously haven't seen him in anything before. Um, the good news is David F. Sandberg has worked with kids in each of his first two movies, so he knows how to cast children and get a good performance out of them. Um, I think I saw, I couldn't find, I think he's about 15. Yeah. But he looks like he could play, you know, by U.S. movie standards, he could play, I don't know, 11 or 12 if they wanted. So, um, yeah, he kind of looks the part of Billy Batson. I'm sure he'll do a good job. Yeah, like you said, I have confidence in uh, Sandberg to find the right child actor and to, to work with him. He's he's done it before. He's kind of proven in that area. Yeah, I'm sure the double A's helped him get the name, get, oh, yeah. get the role too <laughs> for Billy Batson. It just makes too much sense um, with DC's history. You got to use that. Yeah, so most of the main roles are filled out in this film. Well, I guess we don't have confirmation on some of them. Some of them are in talks, but it looks right. like uh, the casting's really coming together on this film. Right. Um, I'm most excited for who will play the wizard yet yeah. <laughs> roles we still need to see you know morgan freeman or That'd michael gambone i don't i would be fine with either of them uh but i'm actually I, I don't know i'm really excited for that role hopefully somebody cool there yeah uh so on to some justice league and other dc stuff uh jason momoa was, did an interview with bbc radio too and he said it's his only live interview so of course he reveals something you probably shouldn't but he says you do have to sit you got to sit through the whole thing go through the credits i mean implying strongly implying that there's some sort of mid credits or post credits scene yeah and that that makes sense and i was gonna stay anyways but now i'm definitely going to stay so i don't know it didn't really change my viewing behavior but hopefully more people stay through the credits will you stay out of respect for all the creators involved right correct? yes oh, okay um good that's that's good uh any guesses what it would be no no guesses okay i would be, i would <laughs> if i had to pick one i'm pretty sure it would be an aquaman tease of some yeah. kind yeah um, too soon for a trailer but seeing something whether it's like the comic con footage or you know our first look at black manta or patrick wilson his orm something like that i think it would make too much sense to uh to do that and then you don't need a trailer for a while but yeah who knows? I'm, I'm refusing to make a guess, but I will say that your guess is a good guess. That's all I have to say. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Uh, so the Wall Street Journal had a, an interesting article with a lot of stuff about Justice League and, and DC as a whole, including some quotes from some WB execs and also some, you know, anonymous sources, but this is the Wall Street Journal. So it's pretty legit. Uh, and, and among those things that was mentioned... It's a big film uh, in the the reshoots, which were reported to be you know up to twenty five million. Apparently, brought the budget close to three hundred million dollars, which that sounds like a lot of money. Yeah, that's that's a huge budget. <laughs> Not terribly surprising. I think Batman v Superman was listed at two fifty. Um, if you imagine Justice League having a similar budget plus with reshoots uh, of twenty five million, it's going to be close to three hundred million. That's a lot, but um, big budget movies cost a lot. So yeah. Uh, it doesn't shock me, but I mean, it's still a big number to see. 
one interesting thing from the article too was that it says one person close to the DC film effort called 2018 a reset year when executives and producers will focus on a slate of pictures to be driven more by directors' visions for individual characters rather than a corporate mandate to put out a particular films to put out particular form films in a given order. So this is sort of in contrast to three years ago when there was WB released a list. These are this is the slate in order, and we're gonna fill things in from there. Now it's sort of you know this is nothing new what we've been talking about for months but hey this is going to be it's got to be the right director with the right story and then we'll we'll fit it in yeah and that's those are that's music to my ears i i'm glad that they are choosing or at least saying that they're choosing to focus that way um yeah i hope that they give the directors a lot of freedom and they don't like they said they don't make it about the corporate mandate or making sure that things come out in a certain order and um the Warner Brothers president, Toby Emmerich, actually had a quote similar to that where he said, we don't want to limit the creativity filmmakers can bring to the table by saying these characters have to come in in a particular order and all fit into the same universe. So that makes sense. The first part, what about the second part about them not necessarily fitting into the same universe? What do you take from that, Tom? I mean, I guess that's just applying to whatever this Elseworlds banner will be. I still think you can tell a lot of interesting stories within the same universe. Um but I understand where they're coming from and giving certain directors complete creative control over something, whatever. Um, I would still like it to fit, but yeah, I think, I think giving, having unique visions and directors uh, for every film is great as long as, you know, it's true to the character. And, and that's what I want from this main universe is, is that. And I think that with the leadership in charge now, I'm not really worried about that. I'm sure that's the way it's heading. Yeah. And apparently it came from WB CEO, Kevin Sujihara, that he wanted Justice League to be under two hours. That was apparently a mandate from him. Um, interesting. Yeah, uh, I'm not totally sure why, but it's whatever. I guess if if you can tell the story <laughs> in a good way in under two hours, that's okay. Of course, I'm I would be fine with like a four hour long Justice League movie, but I think I'm in the minority probably. Well, I think most a lot of fans would be cool with that um, well i mean like general yeah. audience though obviously. i don't think that yeah. i don't think that's the best move for the general audience i think right. two hours is a good time for the general audience um it's curious i wonder why sujahara wanted that you know he just didn't want to get out to three hours like the bbs ultimate cut or or what they don't say anything other than he wanted it uh so at least we know where that came from now yeah and the they towed the line pretty closely one hour 59 minutes i think they used up just about <laughs> all of the time that he said they could have yeah I, and apparently Ezra Miller's Flash is viewed as the breakout star of Justice League, according, you know, that's what Warner's executives are viewing. And a solo film is a priority. And the writer of the article, Ben Fritz, later said on Twitter that Toby Emmerich said they are close to hiring a director on Flashpoint and they hope to greenlight it soon. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm I'm so pumped for Ezra Miller's version of The Flash. And I I agree from just from what I've seen. I think that I think he's going to be the breakout star. So, yeah. And yeah. and. Justin Kroll from Variety recently said that they were waiting on a director for Flashpoint until, you know, seeing the re reaction to Justice League. And I think this also confirms that they're waiting to see how it goes. And then, um, you know, before announcing Bob Zemeckis or whoever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on to some Aquaman news. Jason Momoa talked a little bit about the film with comicbook.com and they asked him what the film was about. And he said, in the story, we're going to see a couple different younger versions of me. And even before I was born, so you'll know where my mother came from, Atlantis. 
We've got to establish seven different kingdoms and the threat. I like how Jason Momoa just says whatever he feels like. Right. Doesn't really <laughs> care. I'm sure I'm sure nobody at WB wants this information out yet. And not that there's anything terribly spoilery. This is our first real idea of what the film could be about. Um yeah, that sounds interesting. And I like we talked before about how it might be similar to Man of Steel in the amount of flashbacks in terms of seeing him as a younger and at different a couple different ages, and I really want to see that. Uh so even though Justice League We'll see him first in there. I'm glad we get to go back and see where he came from. Yeah, me too. Uh, He also went on to say that surpassing Justice League, this moment in time is his call to become king. The only thing that can save Atlantis is me fighting for my own, is me fighting my own brother. There's a big battle and there's an epic fight. It's also a big road movie because we travel all over the world. It's got that Star Wars quality of gigantic ships and guys riding sharks. It's going to be this whole world you've never seen before. You're going to see him start as this guy who probably rides bikes, works on cars. You get to see him this one way as kind of a dirty, dark drunkard and then turn into this regal king. Well, first of all, I don't know how many people are riding sharks in Star Wars, but that's beside the point. But yeah, this it sounds really cool. All of the, the comparisons that they have made to basically all of my favorite movies ever. I think Aquaman has now been compared to, so <laughs> I, I'm pretty excited for it. Yeah, this just this movie sounds nuts and crazy in in all the right ways. Uh, you know, the big battle, big epic scale underwater fights and everything like that. Traveling, I'm hoping we see like Aquaman and Mira traveling around for whatever they're doing um, and all of that. This this all sounds cool in theory and and it should be pretty fantastic ride. Yeah. Um, we also got a Twitter question, sort of related from at Batman Jurassic. Will J- will the James Wan Aquaman movie take place after the events of JL? And from everything we've seen, it sounds like that's what's going to happen. Uh, but there, well, there will be, of course, flashbacks to young Arthur. Um, but then it seems like the main story is going to be a post Justice League world. Yeah, definitely agree. And like you said, we'll have we'll have some of those flashbacks, so we will get events before Justice League. But I think right the bulk of the story, the actual thing that matters is gonna come after justice league are you well, saying young arthur doesn't matter I, that, was a, that was a bad way to say it <laughs> but yeah <laughs> the main plot yeah yeah i know what you're saying all right well that is all we have for today thanks for listening and we'll be back again tomorrow thanks for listening and make sure to check out dc daily drop on twitter facebook and dc drop by tomorrow for more dc news